This is 93.7 The Ticket. Look at me short. Look at me short. I'm the captain now. Three-time national champion, Vershawn Jackson. Oh, got a bunch all alone is Vershawn Jackson. And Vershawn, he'll get it to the 24-yard line. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Presented by Wingstop. Here he is, Vershawn Jackson. Welcome back in. Hour number three of the Captain Show. Nick Sander hanging out with you guys the entire day today. Happy hour will happen at 2 o'clock. I think we're going to taste test some beer. I, I think that's the plan. So it's not necessarily a Tuesday, obviously. But we had that conversation a couple weeks ago about ranking your favorite domestic beers. Well, I think today's the day. And Rico and I are going to test it blindly. See if we can get it. So that'll be one of the things that you want to be over on the Starter Heyman Jewelers video stream for. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all those good places. Always hit me up on Twitter, Nick underscore Sainter. Thanks again to Ramel Lloyd Jr. for stopping by the show today, hanging out with us for about 15, 20 minutes. If you miss any of the show, head over to ticketfm.com in a little bit. We'll have that all podcasted, or you can just go back on, on Facebook, YouTube, anywhere, and uh, watch the show over. A lot of good stuff have been has been discussed. Like I said, Ramel dropped by. Matt Masker said some things about Scott Frost. Uh, Rutger McGrory got drafted 14th overall by the Winnipeg Jets. Just to put a bow on that conversation, we got a text on the text line from Scott asking, did you guys miss Ethan Price that played for the Stars about seven years ago? So he was born in Lincoln. However, he did not play in the NHL. So if Rutger gets into the NHL and sees ice time in the NHL specifically, then he'd be the first player to ever be born in Lincoln and play in the NHL. So... Uh, Price did not make it to the NHL, but he was born in Nebraska or in Lincoln, so that's where that discrepancy or difference lies between those two players. 402-464-5685, Honda Lincoln Hotline, Sarder Heyman text line. Steve Sipple of On3.com will join me in a little bit here at 1.30 or around that time. So before then, I want to talk about the Big Ten running back production. And I want to get your guys' thoughts on this, 402-464-5685. Keep me company here. Because we always say this blanket statement of Nebraska doesn't feature their running backs. But that led to a question last night as I was sitting there thinking about it. Does Nebraska choose not to feature them? Or do they try to use them and just find zero success? So, taking Adrian Martinez and the quarterbacks out of all this discussion... So with these numbers, strictly running backs. No wide receivers are included in this statistic. No quarterbacks are are included in the statistics in these numbers either. So Nebraska, here are their stats. Last year, Nebraska's running backs alone had 186 carries for 1,272 yards and 14 touchdowns. Another another angle that I wanted to take away from this this research was returning production for Nebraska specifically. So I'll let you know about that here. Sevion Morrison and Marvin Scott III have both moved on since then in the offseason. And those two players 
accounted for 47 yards, or excuse me, 47 carries, 182 yards, and five touchdowns. So Nebraska's returning production is 139 carries for 1,090 yards and nine touchdowns. Now, once again, this is without Adrian Martinez. This is without Xavier Betts running the football from the little jet sweep thing, all that. So going back to last year, Nebraska, 186 carries for 1,272 yards. That's good for 6.83 yards per carry. Which you sit back and go, dang, okay, almost seven yards per carry from the running backs? Okay, cool. Now, only on 186 carries. So just to kind of put things into perspective, I looked at Iowa, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. And and tonight, over the course of the weekend, what I'll probably do is I'll probably expand on this a little bit more, break into wide receivers as well, kind of see about returning production there. And... Before I get any farther into this, I understand Nebraska's made changes. They made changes for a reason. I I understand that. But right now in July, all you can look at when you're talking about statistics are the previous seasons with the previous staff. And I think this just shows, I I wanted this this research or this project, project to kind of show how much Nebraska needs to change to find success. How much, how different does it need to be looking on the field to find success? So with that in mind, Iowa, 402 carries for 1,803 yards, good for an average of 4.48 yards per carry and eight touchdowns. Once again, just running backs. Tyler Goodson, you may have heard of him, right? Rushed 256 times for 1,151 yards and six touchdowns. So one guy getting the bulk of it. And going back to Nebraska, the return production, once again, I'll I'll say this again, 139 carries for 1,090 yards. We're looking for a guy this year to have 1,000-plus yards on his own. But in order to have that, you got to have a coaching staff that wants to utilize him or wants to stick with him, right? Wisconsin, 498 carries as a team for 2,728 yards. Good for 5.47 yards per carry and 22 rushing touchdowns from their two-headed monster running backs, Braylon Allen and Ches Malusi. Braylon Allen had 186 carries, 1,268 yards and 12 touchdowns. Ches Malusi, who's going to be a junior this year, had 173 carries, 815 yards and five rushing touchdowns. Now, with this in mind, like, think about Wisconsin, and I was talking to Sip about this earlier. Thinking about Wisconsin, everyone knows they're going to run the football. Everybody knows. And the fact that one guy is able to have 1,268 yards on his own, and another has 815, good for, once again, as a team, 5.47 yards per carry, is just ridiculous. It's, it's mind-boggling how much success these guys have on the ground. Now, one final team, Minnesota. 520 carries as a team, 2,593 rushing yards from the running backs last year for 23 touchdowns. Good for 4.98 yards per carry. And a guy that's going to be returning for another season, Muhammad Ibrahim, last season. 30 carries, 163 yards, and two touchdowns before he got injured in Game 1 
against Ohio State. And just to put things into perspective once again, Ibrahim had more rushing yards in one game than Gabe Irvin, Sevion Morrison, Marvin Scott, and then a couple couple other guys, Brody Belt, Cooper Jewett, and Zach Winemaster. All had all season. And if you want to take the big three there, Gabe Irvin, who obviously got banged up, Savion Morrison, and Marvin Scott. And so you look back, and once again, I'll, I'll reiterate Nebraska's stats here. 186 carries from the running backs, 1,272 yards, good for 6.83 yards per carry and 14 scores. Sevion Morrison and Marvin Scott the third have moved on. Those two guys accounted for 47 carries, 182 yards, and five touchdowns last year. Which, thinking back, you're like, man, I don't remember Marvin Scott or Sevion touching the ball a whole lot. But that just once again goes to show that they switch personnel so often, and they have in years past, that a guy could be out there for four carries, and you blink and miss it because he's not going to be out there the rest of the game. And so Nebraska's returning production from last year, 139 carries, 1,090 yards, and nine touchdowns. And that includes Marquise Stepp, who we haven't really heard a whole lot about, and I think there's a reason to that. But once again, we don't know anything publicly. And so you you sit here, and I want to hear your guys' thoughts. 402-464-5685. Now, I understand, before I get to any of your texts, I haven't been able to see any of them yet. I, I see there's quite a few up there. I, uh, I I do understand that if Nebraska carries the ball more, then averages are going to balance out. I, I get that. Nebraska, if they carry the ball 286 times instead of 186, it's going to be harder to keep that 6.83 yards per carry average that high. And I understand that. But you look at Minnesota, or Iowa even. Let's go Iowa, because statistically from these stats, they have the worst rushing attack in terms of yards per carry. 402 carries for 1,803 yards, 4.48 per carry from their running backs. Even that is really impressive when you think about it. Averages are going to balance out, I understand that. But Nebraska, like, there's no excuse. When you look at the statistics, and this is kind of my point, is if last year, if you're the coaching staff, and you look at these statistics and see... At one point, let's just let's just say one point, it was 130 carries for 999 yards. That's about four and a half per carry, five and a half per carry, and we're not running the ball. We we choose to ditch the running game in, in its entirety, and once again, this is without Adrian Martinez. So if you take away Adrian Martinez from the running game. Now, once again, I understand averages are going to balance out, but this is just another indictment on the coaching staff that was here last year that they just didn't want to feed the running backs. Right? It's it's just kind of crazy to think. And so Corey and Lincoln makes a good point here. The biggest stat to me is the number of carries, not the yards. The yards come from the carries. I, I agree with that, and because you make a really good point, Corey, on how you look at the differential, Right? I'll tell you this also, going back and looking at all the sports reference pages, that's where I got all this information from, Nebraska had more guys carry the ball than Iowa, Wisconsin, or Minnesota. Now, is that an indictment of Nebraska not having enough talent? 
to have one guy take the job? Or is that an indictment on this staff not allowing a guy to take the job? Not sticking long enough with a guy to take a job? I think you can go both ways. I, I truly do. But what I what I found out, this actually surprised me quite a bit. I, I was shocked that it was this big of a difference between Nebraska, Iowa, Wisconsin, and Minnesota, right? Because that's who we always compare ourselves to. Those are the three other teams. So when you sit here and you take the quarterbacks out of it, statistics show that Nebraska didn't really run the ball that poorly last year on 186 carries. They just weren't given the opportunity to run the ball. And now you have Sevion Morrison and Marvin Scott move on. And you say, all right, now we're expecting one guy out of that same room, right? One guy, whether that's Jacques Yant, whether it's Marquis Step, if we get to hear from him, whether it's Gabe Irvin, to do the total of what everybody on the staff did last year, if that makes sense, in that running back room. Because once again, I'll, re- I'll reiterate it. The returning production is 139 carries for 1,090 yards. That's it. And we're expecting one guy to go over 1,000 or reach close? So then that, that goes back to that question once again. Is it the guy that, is he going to be able to get that, like to have that kind of production or that kind of weight put on him? Or is the staff going to let him have that kind of weight put on him? Is he going to let a guy carry the rock 30 times in the game, 25 times in the game? We've heard it on the air. Jock, Jock Yant wants it. That's only part one, though. Part two has got to come from the coaching staff allowing him. And I think that's been a big disconnect. Because you go back to Dedrick Mills, and this is, I, I want, seriously, this weekend, I'm going back to like that 2019 season with Dedrick Mills. Obviously, it's a little different because of the COVID year. But you sit here and go, all right, you think back to Dedrick Mills and the many times that Nebraska fans were sitting there watching a game like, dang, Dedrick Mills has 50 yards on a couple carries, but we haven't seen him for a quarter. We haven't seen him. And you're putting Wandale Robinson in, in first and goal. Like, it's just, it's so confusing. It has been. Now, like I prefaced, they've made changes. They've made much-needed changes. And with a guy like Brian Applewhite, let's hope they give a rock to somebody. Let's just give to somebody, one or two guys. Grant, we're getting a lot of Grant and Yance on the text line. I hope so. And even if it's not, heck, if it's if it's Emmett Johnson, the freshman out of Minnesota, then I don't care, man. Get a guy and stick with a guy. That's that's truly how I feel. I'm not I'm not trying to tell Nebraska to have Wisconsin's Braylon Allen and Ches Malusi. I don't think you need the guys to that extent or to produce at that extent to find success. I truly don't. You don't need a guy to go for 1,268 yards and another guy to go for 815. But how do we how do we sit here and assess this running back room when the returning production is 139 carries in one year? Question marks? Uncertainty? I think that's all fair. I think this sheds a huge light, though, once again, on how much this needs to look different this year, right? And how much change. Like, let's say this. At the end of the season, 
if we're looking back and Anthony Grant has a thousand yard season, and I'll, I'll obviously keep this running back production chart from 2021 in my in my computer, and I hope I'm speaking to you guys in December saying, look at this. Nebraska returned at the beginning of this year 1,090 yards on 139 carries as a team in the running backs, in the running back room. And they scored nine touchdowns as a running back room together last season in 2021. And I hope I'm sitting to you guys, I'm talking to you guys, whatever time it may be throughout the day in December saying, look what Anthony Grant did. 1,200 yards, 1,100 yards on 350 carries. Maybe the yards per carry isn't isn't great. It's not maybe the yards per carry is less than five. I don't care. I don't think any Husker fan cares. It's more of just how it looks, whether it's on paper or on Saturdays in the fall. I, I think I think Nebraska fans are just kind of fed up with. I know I am. Are just kind of fed up with Jacquez Yant getting the rock for three straight plays on a drive, getting a couple first downs. And then not seeing him for another two quarters. And understandably so, because when it, it, if Nebraska was winning, you would have no question about it. But you just haven't been. So that's when all the questions arise on, is this really the best way to go about this thing? And when the statistics show that Nebraska had, I mean, I can just do quick quick math here. Shout out to my calculator on my phone. Nebraska had 216 fewer carries than Iowa. Nebraska had 312 fewer carries from Wisconsin. And Nebraska had 334 fewer carries than Minnesota. And what did all three of those teams have that you didn't? Wins. Thousand-yard rushers. Or close to it. Like it, it just shows that in the Big Ten, we have seen on paper, and we've seen in other games, we know what works. We see what works. Well, how do you find success? And it's running the football. But you got to give your guys an opportunity to run the football so that you can run the football. Once again, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, Sarder Heyman text line. Let's get to some of your texts here before we get to Steve Sipple of On3.com. Uh, Bot Tanner's Tiller says this, not currently, no, we do not use our running backs. Just six years ago, we had three of our rosters go to the NFL. Roy Haylou Jr., Rex Burkhead, Amir Abdullah. Man, what a time. What a time. Um, Seattle Joe says this. Yeah, that that's nice, Rico. That's nice. Yeah, Rico's over there going, woo. Uh, Seattle Joe says this, you almost have to wonder if Scott made a promise to Adrian that he was going to turn them into a superstar, and maybe that's why he rode on him so hard and counted on him so much. And that's just one of the things, also, that I would like to point out is Adrian ran a lot. And that's why exactly I did not want to bring Adrian into this discussion, but Seattle Joe, you're absolutely right, and that's a very valid point, is I didn't I wanted Adrian out of this discussion because Nebraska's got to move on without Adrian and without Adrian relying on Adrian to scramble, whether it was a good idea to scramble at the time or a bad idea. they got to rely on, on life without Adrian now. and It's just going to be interesting. To, to see how it looks. Um, Brad says this, and you factor in putting the ball in the hands of a guy who made frequent big mistakes further makes you wonder why they didn't feed the running backs. Bingo. Bingo. Uh, play calling will help, being balanced will help our running game, right? And that's why I led first, that's why I talked about the Matt Masker comments first, 
is so that could kind of get into your guys's your back of your brains a little bit is because if you put that into a, into account then yeah, you're you're kind of cooking with something there uh somebody says good grief get a fullback again i agree get the big dog to run 20 times a game um i agree gus let's see we got an a-, a question with what was pitts running stats last year i will let you guys know about that i'll do that during the break here um and then unnamed texter laughed at one of the quotes that I had. You got to give your running backs the chance to run the ball for a chance. Yep, absolutely. You got to you got to you got to give your guys a chance to run the ball. Like you can't expect them to run the ball if you don't put the ball in their hands. Gee whiz. All right. Let's go and get to break. Talk to Steve Sipple of on3.com coming up in a couple minutes. We'll talk about this running back production stuff. We'll talk about Matt Masker's comments and more. Whatever's on the mind of Steve and M Sipple. We'll talk to him in a couple minutes. Stick with us. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com.